0: Marcianne, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. I played the bells from the San Juan Capistrano mission um, because they ring out when something grand and glorious is happening. And um, something grand and glorious is happening. We've had a change of dispensation, and we are now in a new time here on earth, and I want to um, uh, share with you that um, there's a better way to get things done than praying about it, so let's go. For over 2,000 years now, the world of spirituality has again had that message that we are made in the image and likeness of the creator. Now, without going into any scientific or esoteric discussions of who or what the original creator was or is, whoever started everything this time, this, time, this is the, you know, this time, made all of us in their image and likeness. This means that we have a body and a brain and a heart and the spirit of life which has been established within this enclosed environment called Earth and which sustains us as living creatures. Now, all of the creation is made in in this image and likeness. I mean, the rocks, the trees, the plants, animals, and us humans. We all share the same consciousness, and that is connected to all there is. So if we are, then we are creators. Now, everything is creating at the level of consciousness where they abide. Just take a look at some of those awesome videos from the big big island of Hawaii. (laughs) Some could view this as destruction, but it's actually creation. Since 1960, more than 1,500 acres have been created on the Big Island. And soon, the USGS will have a good idea of how many new acres have been created in this recent eruption. Earth's land mass is created by volcanic eruptions. So, how, are we, how do we as humans create? It is with our voice, by speaking. Now, the process is we come into form through the sexual process, and from the very beginning of our time here on this enclosed environment called Earth, we are absorbing through our ability to hear from all of the life around us, the sun, the rain, the wind, the rocks, the trees, the plants, the animals, all of the kingdoms of life that are already here when we come, are communicating with us. I mean, whether we're tuned in or not, they are. Now today, we live in the times of radio and television, so we're not as much in tune with all of the other levels of life around us as the Native American Indians were and the Hawaiians. And then we do hear other humans speak, and we absorb what they say. And we go to school and we go to church and we're taught ideas and concepts that have been passed down through the generations of human life here on earth. And so as we grow, we begin to form our own ideas and concepts about ourselves and about others. And we speak about them. And when we speak, we are creating. Now, when I first started my radio show in October of 2012, we were approaching that great spiritual convergence that happened on 12-12-12. And now we've reached another milestone in this development going on here on earth. There really is no name for it yet. Only in history can names and dates and places be put on things. But just now, we have reached the end of the age of the church, And we have now totally entered into what I call the age of the kingdom. Jesus lived at the end of the age of the law and the prophets. And he set up the guidelines for the age of the church. But these guidelines have never been followed. So now in 2017, we have to end the age of the church because it didn't do what it was supposed to do. And we've shifted into the time of the sovereignty of the individual who lives in harmony with the collective. (laughs) And to do this, to learn to be true to ourselves while still respecting all others. This is a delicate balance that requires wisdom and understanding. So here is where the light language becomes the most necessary tool in our toolbox. In order to navigate these strange and turbulent waters of change, we're going to need all of the wisdom and understanding of the creators. And this is available to us through the use of our light language well, what is that? Well, during these 2018 years since the day of Pentecost and the activation of the light language, back then it was called speaking in tongues. But this tool was taken out of our toolbox by the, the councils of Nicaea that started in 320 AD and afterwards. Now, small groups down through the years have tried to keep the truth alive, uh, but until YouTube, I dare say there are perhaps a handful of places where you could go today to have the experience of speaking in tongues. And now on YouTube, though, this new dispensation of the age of the kingdom, the speaking in tongues is now being called the light language in this new dispensation. And I really like this name. Because actually, we are light. You know, the Creator said, let there be light. And everything came forth. So if we speak in the light language, that is the language that our body, our brain, our heart totally understands. And just as a mother's milk is created specifically for her own child, Our light language is created specifically for ourselves. Now, I've already talked about the difference between having someone else speak the light language for you and you speaking your light language for yourself. But it does bear repeating here because just as a mother can actually nurse and nourish another woman's baby, you can receive a blessing from someone else speaking the light language for you. But you receive the greatest blessing from speaking your own light language for yourself because the codes are specifically for you. Now, I've shared with you that I've been speaking in tongues for over 75 years, and if or when I get sick, I just lay hands on myself, and I speak my light language, and I am healed. I don't go to the doctor and get a name for this or that that's going on. Uh, If you put a name on it, now you've attached it to yourself. You don't want to go to the doctor and get a name for something because then that puts you in the collective for that name. Cancer, that's a death word. You don't want to speak that word. You're speaking death to yourself. So uh so sing- so I did a show also that was called "Don't Take Drugs, Sing in the Car," <laughs> because singing in your light language stimulates your vagus nerve, which is the biggest, largest, most important nerve in your whole body. It runs everything, and as you sing, you're toning all of those organs in your body. And no disease can live within an atmosphere of light. And your light language fills your whole body with light. These lightning bolts rid your body of of those big three, cancer, diabetes, and heart trouble. Can't live there. And speaking your light language strengthens your immune system and energizes your body to get rid of all autoimmune disorders. And I am going to do another program on fear-based disorders like anxiety and depression and how the light language can release us from our past. Because that's a big subject, and I'll take a whole show. Now, within the truth that there is although there is nothing that is ultimately totally known. (laughs) Today I want to point you to the current ultimate for having your own light language. With the end of the age of the church, praying has now also ended. Now I'm not saying to stop praying, but I am saying that just praying isn't going to work anymore. Praying keeps everything in the future because its foundation is hope. However, faith is what gets things done, and because faith is the evidence of things hope, hoped for. Now, evidence is testimony. Evidence is affirmation. Evidence is declaration. Evidence is admission. And you can't give testimony to anything or declare that anything is true until you have had the actual experience yourself. And the proof that you are a creator is your ability to speak, to speak in tongues, to speak in your own light language, an unknown language which is totally understood by the power of the spirit of life that beats your heart and operates your lungs to breathe. And this ability to speak the light language is to be perfected to a point where every word you speak is a decree. You will no longer need pray. You will decree. Now, what is the difference between a prayer and a decree? Well, prayer is based in hope and is in the future. But a decree is spoken as a command to be enacted spontaneously in the now moment. A prayer is a petition, but a decree is an ultimatum. Now, the, need, the reason you need to begin to speak your own light, uh, light language now is so Spirit can begin to teach you how to decree. Because the power is now in our hands. It's no longer in the hands of the Pope or bishops and priests, pastors and soothsayers, astrologers and psychics, the doctors and the lawyers and the government. The transition of power from the few to everyone, is now in process. And we don't have any schools that teach people how to handle power. That's why politicians get so ridiculous. They've not been taught how to handle power. And all the other levels of authority are all now operating in old concepts and outdated systems that are no longer working because now it is up to us. We are to take the reins of our own life and begin to take care of everything that needs to be done in our life to make it perfect and entire, lacking nothing. The spirit of life within you, which Jesus called the kingdom of God, and which we have been taught as heaven that you had to die to get there, But that's not true. That's a lie. The spirit of life is within you. The kingdom of God is within you. Heaven is within you. And you create all of it from out of yourself into your life using your light language and speaking decrees. A decree is an affirmation of truth. And when you get your heart and your brain in agreement with your truth and you speak it out, it is an absolute ultimatum to the universe to bring it to pass in the now moment. So to learn how to decree, you've got to start with speaking your own life language and then let the spirit of life teach you how to degrees to degree Uh, you have to learn how to do it and each person is going to be taught individually by the spirit of life that is within them i have i have been learning how to do this now for a long time but i'm not going to tell you what my process is because yours could be different you know there's no two of us alike so me sh- me sharing with you how mine works it isn't going to really help you. You've got to find out how yours works. <laughs> okay, and then the light language is in uh, once you uh, speak your light language, and then when you decree, you decree in your own native language. So if you speak English, you'll de- you'll decree in English. If you speak Spanish, you'll decree in Spanish. Whatever language you speak, the light language is translated into your language so that you can speak forth the decree. And my friends, you will never need to pray again. You shall decree anything and it shall be done for you by God. And really, it's for you you don't need to worry about anybody else anymore. <laughs> we never were our brother's keeper in the first place. and uh, I mean, I, things have gotten so far down that path that, you know, you sometimes wonder how can we ever uh, d- get out of this mess. But the, the way we're going to get out of it is one by one. I'm doing it and you do it. And then, you know, each person does it for themselves. Now, this learning how to decree is, is, will take a little time. You'll have some new foundations set up for you. Like one of them is that everyone has the divine right to their own free will and can make decisions for themselves no matter what they are. We have no right to decree for someone else. In fact, we can't. They have to decree for themselves. That's why the time of praying is over. We cannot need to pray for anyone anymore because that person is going to decree for themselves. They know better what they desire for themselves. We don't know what the universe's uh, purpose is for them. Only they can decide that. So uh, your decreeing is going to be for you. So I keep a decree book. And when someone tells me something terrible that's happened to someone, if they ask me to pray for them, then I tell them, I will make an entry in my decree book for them. And then I bring that person before the throne of God and I ask for a decree. Uh, Because, you see, every person reaps what they sow. (laughs) That's a law. And you think, well, what in the world did I do to deserve all this? Well, (laughs) we just can't understand why a baby could be born with multiple congenital defects or a pregnant woman. Mother be slammed by a drunk driver and it kills her baby or deadly tornadoes rip through a small town or all these awful things we hear on the news every night. I don't listen to the news anymore and I suggest that you don't either. But back behind all those events, there have been a series of conscious or unconscious decisions that have resulted in these things. Nothing happens randomly. We live in an extremely ordered universe with stationary grids of data transmission that keep track of and record every single thought of every single person and every single act, every single decision. These grids teach reach connecting and intersecting nexus points which create these events. Now we call these events news, and sometimes they're celebrations, but sometimes they're devastating. The good news is that nothing is ever all totally lost, and all things can work together for a person's good, and a decree can aid in that process of transformation. So, <laughs> I encourage you to, first of all, begin speaking your light language for yourself. Start decreeing with little things, you know, like a parking place or, or a headache. And begin practicing the sovereign power of your free will. Uh, within a couple of days now, I'm going to do the program on um, overcoming fear with its effects of anxiety and depression because that's such a big thing right now. It's at the root of our terrible um, a drug situation in this country. <clears throat> so thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to try to end this episode. My <laughs> my um, studio is strange today. So, let's just play the Mission Bells one more time because we've spoken of some grand and glorious things today and then I'll see you in a couple days. Bye. <laughs>